Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. And Flight Center pack more value with Flight Center's Captain's Pack. We are here at Flight Center in Brisbane to celebrate the launch of their new Captain's Pack, giving you the chance to win a $20,000 holiday. Head over to the SEN website for more details. It's absolutely heaving in here, Smithy. The people have turned out. Yes, big crowd. They're pumped up. but They're not just pumped up to see the great beak um, here at the Captain's Run, but it's, it's finals time uh, in Brizzy. And the people of Brisbane... They want their team to have a big win this Mate. week. I don't even. I, I, I don't even. I feel a little bit uncomfortable being here with you oh, at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, we're, wait, we're really good mates, but this week, seriously, <laughs> I, when this captain run knocks off at three p.m. this afternoon, mate, do not, do not even look at me, mate. Seriously, got it. Hey, listeners, <laughs> if you ever wondered what Smithy's mind games are like, <laughs> you're getting a it's window. Started. It's already started. He's already trying to get me off my game. He wants me to have a Barry Crocker. I'm not going to let it happen. I'm going to represent the boys to me fullest, mate. <laughs> who would have thought so many people at Flight Centre love rugby league as much as this? But uh, now, Smithy, mm. oh, oh, text in, guys. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Text us in specifically. Obviously, you can ask us other rugby league questions. But I want to know what do you reckon? the biggest storylines are of this mm. final series. Mm. But Smithy, finals footy is here. First yes. of all, what's the kind of, you've, you've been in, you know, 20 final series or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What's the feeling like, you know, watching it and what vibe is it going into a week like this as a player? Oh, as a player, mate, like this, this is, this is the reason why you play. You want to be a part of the final series. You want to be a part of the big games, the big crowds. Um, and th- they'll be excited. They'll, they'll be pumped up. They've had a long preseason leading into what's been, you know, 27 weeks of, of grueling football. And they've finally, this, this top eight, um, have, have finally reached the moment that matters. Mm. So it is for four of them, it's, it's sudden death. The top four, they get, a, they get another crack at it if they, if they don't succeed this weekend. But this is when you want to be a part of... Um, the competition is mm. these big games where, like I said, it's you're playing in front of the big crowds and great atmosphere. And when it comes down to it, it's 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 what you know you build the the, the memories that last a long part of your life is mm. in this period of the year. Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting because I'm I'm a bit unsure as a player that didn't experience many finals series of like how do you go into a finals footy? I, I harken back to Eels versus Penrith. And I remember Brad Arthur saying before the Eels vs. Penrith grand final, I understand it's a grand final, but mm-hmm. finals footy, mm-hmm. and him basically saying, look, just another game of rugby league, we're going to keep the boys all the same. And I get where he was coming from, but I, even when it happened, I was like, mate, I don't like that chat. It's not just another game of rugby league. <laughs> yeah. And we saw it when they came out. Mm. The Panthers just pulled their pants down. Like yeah. First 20, it was like two teams were playing two different levels. What, what, how do you balance being playing the game too much before the game but yep. also being hyped up enough to play another level well that's the thing and and that's where the good coaches get it right can mm. be in the preparation is that having that balance between you know having their players relaxed 
um, and you know getting their preparation as close to normal as possible, mm. but then also having them ready to go, knowing that this this now is a new season. Mm. It's a new season, and every team involved in this final series, they're going to have to find a new level, another gear, whichever way you want to describe it. They need to now find that if they want to progress through. Like, for, you know, the bottom four, as I said, you know, just earlier, this is sudden death now for them, okay? Mm. So it is do or die for them for the remainder of this, this season. It's another four weeks. But even for the, the top four teams playing this weekend, a win this week is huge, mm. huge. Mm. It, it gives you another week off, a rest, allows the players, as I said, they've been through a, a grueling season already just to manage some of the bumps and bruises that they've been carrying. Um, gives you an opportunity to work on you know, some more game plan, some more strategy. And you can sit back and watch the weekend unfold knowing who you could potentially be playing yep. out of the two teams that, are, mm. that fall on your side of the draw. So, you know, for the Broncos and Storm um, and for Penrith and the Warriors, this is a, a crucial weekend in, in what could potentially help them get to a prelim and then a grand final. It's almost like an exponential win because not only do you get a week off, the other team has to have a grueling battle the following week. So yeah. it's almost like doubling down of you get, a, you know, it'd be one thing if, you know, they just went and played a normal game. They're going to play a sudden death game only seven days maybe before they play you when you're fully rested and you get to watch two weeks of finals footy. So you get to see what tactics they're using in finals footy. Yeah, it's, um, it's incredible. And I've been asked over the years can be about that week off and mm. and do you like having the week off would you prefer that or do you prefer to play through mm. always the week off okay always the week off okay it just takes it, it takes that es extra risk of injury um you know suspension all those type of things that could could you know rule an individual or, or a couple of players out of that next big game if you were to go through in the, in the second week so um that top four battle so the first two matches this weekend like so oh, friday mate. night then then saturday afternoon penrith warriors mm. um it's it's going to be incredible I'm, I'm working on both which i'm, <laughs> I'm oh, very mate. lucky to, good to be that? a part of like so this this is going to be a cracker friday night and we'll get into you know these games a little bit deeper um into the show but yeah the first two matchups uh, are going to be something different mm. What do you reckon the biggest storyline is for the 2023 final series right now? Um, possibility of the Newcastle Knights going to a prelim. Yeah, yeah, huge. Oh, they've won nine in a row. Oh, mate, and they've, they've done it against decent sides too, not just, you know, yeah. bottom-tier sides. Yeah, yeah, the, they are, out of all the teams in the finals race, they bring in the, the greatest form line mm. out of anyone. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's not, they haven't just beaten, you know, the teams that were sitting low on the ladder. Like part of the, that run have been those teams, but they've taken care of some good ones as well. Like mm. they beat the Melbourne Storm. They put the Sharkies to the sword. Smashed them. Raiders smashed them. So, um, yeah, that's the only thing, the only thing with that though, um, it, it's a possible storyline the only thing with that is if they are to progress past this weekend they have to travel to well possibly new zealand mm. yep so we so if the warriors are to fall short against penrith they'll then have to travel to new zealand it's a tough road trip and i think that game is 
whether it be week two or week three, I think it's penciled in at Eden Park. Oh, and wow. So that's what, 45,000? Yeah, wow. I don't think there'll be too many Newey fans. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And all, I guess, you know, with the Warriors, because they've played, have they played to the level that, let's just say, Penrith, Storm or Broncos? Probably not. Yeah. But are they good enough to put 80 minutes of rugby league together in their home country mm. to upset any team? Yes, they are. Yeah, absolutely. If they, if they get it right, and they, they've got possibly the strongest lineup that they've had all year mm. for, this, for this game this week. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're all in. And they have to be. They're, they're all in this week. If they were to come up with an upset of the ages, oh, right, mate. and beat Penrith at home Saturday afternoon... A week off, and then oh, if I if I was a if I was a Warriors fan, I'd be I'd be jumping online, half booking my grand final tickets. Yeah, yeah, because it's almost like not impossible, but yeah, geez, eighty minutes. Can be. I, I was talking. Um, I had a, a a little function earlier with um, Scotty Sattler. So Scotty Sattler's part of the the SEN team, um, and he flew to New Zealand. Um, early early in the week, or maybe over the weekend, and and did their end of season. Um, awards. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. so they, they did it. Oh, I saw pictures of that, yep. Yes. So he, he went over and emceed it. Mm. Um, and he made the comment to me this morning. He said, the feeling in the room, right, um, from, you know, there was, there was some fans and supporters there, but from all of the football staff, the administration and the players, he said was just, they were incredibly confident. Yeah, wow. With where they're at right now. Wow. And he said... Like they're actually, they were actually extremely pleased with finishing fourth. They wanted a crack at Penrith straight up. Yeah, well, and you know, to back those words up, there was an interview with Dylan Walker before that night, and he was asked, "Who would you rather, fo- you know, uh, play in the finals?" Mm. He said Penrith straight away. He really? Goes, yeah, he gets Penrith. Yeah, they're the yardstick. We want to crack at them. So, like that's that's that's. That's a good mindset to have. Oh, absolutely. Is say, not, not, not saying, oh, geez, I hope we don't meet Penrith. <laughs> I hope it's someone else. Yep. They're saying, no, we, we want the reigning premiers mm. straight up. Now, we have to speak about some of the, the downsides of the year. What happened to the bunnies, cows, and oh. the eels in 2023? All teams in a prelim last year. Mm. I think it's the first time since maybe 2010, a substantial amount of time, mm. since three teams from last year that were in the prelims wow. are not even in the final series. Yeah, it's well, it's big. Well, well, yeah, Eels were in a grand final. Oh, mate! Um, and as you said, cows—they were in a home prelim against the Eels, and the Bunnies—they went down to Penrith in a prelim. So, um, I guess different storylines ac- across the season. The cows were very up and down. Um, they came good in the end. Mm. They played some good footy in the in the sort of last third of the season, where they went on that bit of a run, looking for a finals. Shot. They just they hurt themselves with their early games. Mm. That's where they they hurt their their yeah. season. They, they just they were nowhere near where they needed to be. They were nowhere near where they were um, in 2022. I think Todd Payton may have come out and made some comments about they didn't handle the the return of the, the like the World Cup players. Okay, okay. And maybe that had an effect on their season. So you know that's that's a that's something to learn from. Like you know the, that's the first time they would have had a, a lot of. Um, guys involved in that end of season rep stuff. Yep. Plus, they had some young guys play in that Origin series last year as well, which was a, you know, it was a really big year for them. Um, the bunnies. Oh my! What God. do you say about the bunnies? Like they, uh, 
they were they were leading the competition in May mm. and had a lot of people saying, well, they, this, this, this is, is the it. team right yeah. here that's going to end the run of the Panthers. Yeah. And then I still remember um, the game, right? So they, they'd, they'd won six in a row, leading the competition, looking for seven straight, and they took on Parramatta at, at um, Allianz Stadium, mm. and they got hammered. Yep. Parramatta put 30 on them, and then from there, they just their season went downhill. Um, Latrell suffered that, that calf injury, kept him out for, what, two and a half months, three months. Um, yeah, they, they started conceding points. They, they could not... They could not defend their own line. Yeah, and then all you know, all that off-field stuff come about. Maybe what three three weeks ago, a fortnight. So their season just unravelled, mm. unravelled. Eels um, again, uh, a bit of a different story. They they were, uh, you know, they were inconsistent, but they were last year as well. But managed to come good at the end of the season and make their way to a grand final. Um, but they had injuries, mm. suspensions um, to some key personnel. Lost a few big key players too last couple of years. Yep, lost some key players from last year. Um, but all three, like really, like I had the Cowboys. My early season tip was, my prediction was Cowboys Premiers. Wow. And they didn't even make the eight. <laughs> <laughs> I had them up there. I had them up there. I thought the Cowboys were going to yeah. improve on last year. I thought they were going to be. But the, my biggest concern, to be honest, out of all three of those teams... It's the bunnies because it's one thing to just have bad form and fall out of finals footy. Mm. It's another thing. It's all the drama off the field that I'm more concerned about. Yeah. Every club goes through a period. Well, nearly every club except the, the mm -hmm. Storm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, <laughs> essentially every club, sometimes they just don't play good footy. Yeah. For whatever reason, injuries, it's just not clicking. Combinations, recruitments, loss of players. But the concern I have with the Rabbitohs is, is that I thought that at the very least you would hope in the last game, we would see some semblance of, you know, they were they were united, but they were nowhere near where they should be in regards to no. effort and all that stuff. Just some fight. Exactly. And so when I see that, I go, I don't really feel like the off-field stuff is resolved. It doesn't feel like it's resolved. No. Um, There's a lot going on there, I, I feel. Mm. A lot. And, you know, I think um, with some of the things that you hear have happened at the organisation, I think people are deeply hurt by it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And maybe it might take more than just a fortnight to get over. Mm. Uh, it's a shame because, you know, they're, they're a great footy club. They've got a, a rich history. Um, and this this current football side, they're, they're a footy team that should be, they should be playing finals. Oh, absolutely. Like, as I said, like they, were <laughs> they were leading the comp in May. Leading the comp in May, Kempi, and then from that point on, like from about, I think it was like round 12 or 13, they, they just looked a shadow of themselves. Could you see a similar turnaround to what the Broncos did? It seems like what happened last year at the Broncos is similar-ish to the Rabbitohs, outside of a few, mm. you know, I guess major uh, storylines, you know, Burgess leaving club legend. But yeah. it, it did seem like the Broncos essentially had a quite an honest session with each other at the end of last year Yeah, and said, boys... Let's get it all out. Yeah. Let's go forward. Do you think the Rabbitohs can do that this year or oh, next year? Well, hopefully, but they've got some changes still, like um, in their coaching personnel. Mm. Um, Johnny Morris is going to the West Tigers. Yep. Um, so there's another change oh. um, that's being made. Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it's on. I don't know if it's the same sort of issues that the Broncos had last year. I think this is a bit more deep seated. Yeah. Okay. With the Rabbits, it, it does feel like from the outside looking in. There's two factions. Mm. 
that certain faction wants one thing, yes. certain faction wants the other. I mean, we see it with all these merger clubs, yep. how much they struggle with two different clubs coming together and wanting two different things. Yeah, and, th- and it's never good. It's mm. never good for the footy team, right? Like, um, I, I th- my entire time playing rugby league like at an elite level, I've never, ever seen an organisation that, you know, when there's off-field dramas, it, it, it never correlates to the team, like, winning yeah. or continuing to win. Mm. It, it affects the team. Yeah. There's no doubt about that because, you know, like they're all human. Like the coaches are human. They hear the issues. They, some some of them are, are part of the issues. They're dealing with the issues and, and it has an effect on their performances on the weekend. Now, just quickly before we go to a break, Jackie White and coming to Club 24, there's been reports around Latrell. Mm. Personally, I think this is just an easy story to say, but yeah. it's it's got some noise to it. Yeah. Do you think they consider Latrell to centre? Do you think that Jack White potentially moves to wide running forward, maybe even fullback? What, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think Latrell moves, does he? Well, I just think that... So what, you, what you're saying is is that he's not prepared to do what needs to be done for the team. fullback. Why is he going to do that at centre? Yeah. And also, when he did... He carried us to a final series only last year. He's been injured all year this year. Mm. If anything, his on-field performances... I don't think that's been the problem. Like, he has, has he been as good as we know Latrell can be? Yeah. No, he's no. been a bit below that. Yep. But has he been in their bottom five players? Absolutely not, in mm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be crazy to move Latrell. What I do think, though, is is that, you know, you have a big preseason with Latrell and make sure he comes back in the best shape he's ever been in his life. The, the biggest thing, you know, from outside of looking in and for Latrell is, like, he needs to have a big pre-season mm. get himself fit like he's battled injuries over the last couple yeah. of years and we haven't really seen the best of him consistently mm. like he's come up with some some you know incredible matches here and there but if he gets himself rock hard fit mate right that's oh. that that's it, it gives it, he gives himself an opportunity to be you know in the top handful of players in the competition mm. and perform regularly yeah like well which we know he can do when, when you're not fit and you're battling injury all the time and you're battling your body, you know, and you can't train, that very rarely do you come out and play your best football. Mm. When you're not out in the, on the park with your teammates, when you, when you can't train, you know, 100% and you're sort of doing a session here and a session there, you just, you can't give yourself the opportunity to go and play well. So th- this is a big off-season and pre-season for Latrell coming into um, 2024. Um, I think he... I think he's really keen to get on this international tour okay. with the Kangaroos. And I know, you know, I think Mal, like, well, I know Mal is a huge fan of, um, of Luttrell. Um, and, I, and I think he will pick him in that squad um, because he's, he's all about loyalty. You know, Luttrell was part of the World Cup campaign mm. last year. So I think he wants to look at repaying those guys. Which which he should, you know, that, that's that's the way it's worked with the Kangaroos for a long, long time. Mm. Um, so, you know, that may be something that will do him the world of good. Yeah. Just be in a different environment, you know, being around some different faces in that, in that Kangaroos footy side. Go away, do that tour for, which I think will be, what, it's a four-week tour, but they'll be together for maybe five weeks. Mm. Um, and gives himself then to finish, hopefully on a high note, have a break, and then get stuck back into preseason with the Rabbits. Mm. He, had a, he had a really good World Cup too. I will say as well, I guess it's sometimes, you know, he's 25, turning 26. And, you know, when you're younger as a leader, and you would know this better than anyone, even, even though it is about Trell being fit for himself and being the best version of himself, mm. if he comes back 
and is the best trainer, the fittest, this, that, and the next thing, yep. it forces the rest of the team Standards, mate. to follow. Standards. And he's really, him and Cody Walker, but really, you know, it's Trell. Mm. He's Cam really, Murray. And Cam Murray. But, like, Trell is the biggest superstar in that team. Yeah. So he has the most weight that he yeah. can get behind the boys and make sure they're all... Absolutely. Well, he, he carries an aura with him, doesn't yeah. he? He's, he's got a presence. Like, mm. just sheer size of him. Oh, you mate, know what big, I mean? Like, his physical yeah. presence. But, you know, like, his, his ability on the field, his, his physical attributes, all the young guys, they look up to him. And you're right. If he's there fit and on the park every session and he's out there doing, you know, the long hours and the hard training, well, that, that, that just exudes all the way through the entire squad. Yeah. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty more to talk about. We've got to get to your text. We're down here at Flight Centre. It's, it's a great little spot. Uh, we're going to get to a break. After it, we're going to talk about stadiums and are they big enough?